0: Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
1: Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to Him. Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to Him. Come and draw from the well of salvation. Be made clean, let Him wash you in truth is a fountain of living water come and be made new Will you drink deeply of Jesus will you come to the water of life you will never thirst again let all who are thirsty come to him he can Bless you in the desert where your sin left you lost on the brink. He is the fountain of living water. Come to him, dear sinner, and drink. Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water? But sin and death He is the fountain of living water Come to Jesus and live Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again let all who are thirsty come to Him. Will you drink deeply of Jesus? Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty
0: You are spies. You've come to see where our land is unprotected. No, my lord. Your servants have come to buy food. We're all the sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he said to them. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. They replied, your your servants were twelve brothers, the sons of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, but one is no more. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress.
2: I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. This is the story of, of Joseph the
0: family man He has to deal with his brothers. As they came into his presence to buy food, he recognized them. He was using an interpreter, and they did not recognize him. He was dressed as an Egyptian, a powerful Egyptian, second only to Pharaoh.
2: They were dressed in their grubbies.
0: Having traveled long distance through the desert to come and meet with the one who would sell them grain and keep their families alive.
2: He insisted that they were spies and he treated them harshly. He said,
0: It's just as I told you, you are spies. And this is how you will be tested. You recognize Joseph has to test his brothers. They, without pity, pulled him out of the desert pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites into slavery and then sat down and ate their meal laughing and talking while he cried for for deliverance, and they were heartless. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number to get your brother. The rest of you will be kept in prison so that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If you're not telling, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. To course meant a death penalty. So he put them all in prison for three days. Let them taste prison life. On the third day, Joseph had them brought out. And he said, Do this and you will live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison while the rest of you go and take grain back for your starving households. But you must bring your youngest brother to me so that the words may be verified that you may not die.
2: Then they said to each
0: other, Surely we are being punished because of our brother. This is Genesis 42, verse 23. We saw how distressed he was when we pleaded when he pleaded with us for his life, but we would not listen. That's why this distress has come upon us. Reuben replied, "Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you wouldn't listen. Now you must give an accounting for his blood." They didn't realize that joseph could understand them since he was using an interpreter he turned away from them and the tears began to flow down his face but then he got control of himself he turned back to them he had simeon the next in line he had simeon taken from them and bound before their eyes Then he had orders given to fill their grain bags and then to put each man's silver back in his sack. And then he gave them provisions for their journey. After this was done for them, they loaded their grain and their donkeys and they left. At the place where they stopped that night, one of them opened the sack to get some feed for his donkey and he saw his silver in the mouth of the sack. My silver's been returned, he said to his brother, and here it is in my sack. Their hearts sank. They turned to each other, trembling, and said, What is this that God has done to us?
2: When they got home, they told their father everything that had happened. when their father saw the money and how frightened his sons were.
0: Their father Jacob said to them, You have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more, and now you want to take Benjamin? Everything is against me.
2: It seemed to Jacob like everything was against him
0: have you ever felt like everything was against you that there was nothing you could do to change your situation
2: that it was all hopeless you were in trouble and there was no deliverance
0: Reuben says to his father, You may put both of my sons to death if I do not bring him back to you. What good would that do? Those are his grandkids. And Jacob began to weep. Say, He's the only one left. If harm comes to him on the journey you are taking, you will bring my gray head down to the grave in sorrow.
2: Now, let me try to say something to you. This morning, in the early hours... While and I were up, we couldn't sleep. And fear began to come into my heart.
0: You see, I see the story of Jacob. I see the story of Joseph and the family. I see this in light of Jesus and his family.
2: I'm coming to a place
0: where I need deliverance. I need healing for my broken leg. I'm in the sixth month. It's been exceedingly painful and difficult. The Lord had told me, wait upon the Lord.
2: Okay, I have.
0: Thoughts began to come into my mind. And by the way, don't send me any text messages or emails patronizing me for what I'm saying to you. You'll understand why
2: I say that in just a moment. You too are
0: a part of the family of Jacob. You too are brothers and sisters.
2: And you too face the
0: reality that God may not accept the sacrifice of Jesus for your sin, that you have not met the standard, you've not honestly repented, you've you've continued to walk in that Laodicean mode where he said, I'm just gonna vomit you out of my mouth. I'm I'm sick of you. Do you know Jesus is sick? Of the church today?
2: That's what Revelation says.
0: So it would be a good thing. If fear began to fill your heart as well. That you will not be accepted. That you will not have repented. That you will be arrogant before almighty God. And Joseph is. Testing his brothers to see if they are arrogant before him. Or if they are grieved over their brother. If they are grieved over their great sin.
2: I mean, one of the brothers says, this is happening to us because of your sin. Well, let's go on.
0: The brothers say we've got to go back and get more food in Egypt, but we can't go back and get more food if we don't take Benjamin with us. He said, you will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. So, Dad, you're going to have to send him with us or we will not be allowed to buy any food. And if we don't buy any food, our whole family is going to starve to death. And Israel asks, Why did you bring this trouble on me by telling the man you had another brother? You may disagree with me, but I'll tell you what I observe. I observe that that Jacob always had a little bit of an underbelly of self-concern and dishonesty.
2: But now the
0: the family, Judah, steps in and says, I promise to guarantee the safety. You can hold me personally responsible for him if I do not bring him back to you and set him before you. I will bear the blame before you all of my life. Well, that won't bring this precious son back. But it shows their attitude. They didn't have this attitude with Joseph. They wanted to destroy Joseph. They were envious. They were bitter. And I'm sorry, we've got a a mower, one of the big ones running back and forth beside our window where we're producing.
2: Finally,
0: Israel says, Okay, if you've got to go back, take a gift back with you, a little balm, a little honey, some spices and myrrh and pistachio nuts, almonds. Take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put into the mouth of your sack. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also and go back. I am bereaved.
2: I am bereaved.
0: Well, they arrived in Egypt, and they presented themselves to Joseph, where all of the purchasing was going on,
2: the weighing out of food. And
0: when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my house, slaughter an animal, and prepare dinner. They're to eat with me at noon. The the man did as Joseph told him, took him to Joseph's house. And now the brothers were terrified. They thought we were brought here because of the silver that was put back into our sacks. He wants to attack us and overpower us and seize us as slaves. So they went up to Joseph's steward. He spoke to him at the entrance to the house. And they learned that the steward said the silver had all been received. He said, don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, has given you treasure in your sacks I received your silver. They prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon, as they'd heard they were to eat with him. And When he arrived, they bowed down, their faces to the ground. That's what the dream said would happen. And Joseph immediately began to question them.
2: Your servants, what about our father? What about your father? Is he still alive and well? And they bowed down to pay him honor. Joseph was
0: deeply moved at the sight of his brother. Joseph hurried out and looked for a place to weep went into his private room, and there he wept. Then he finally washed his face. He came out, controlling himself. He said, Serve the food. So they began to serve the food. Now they served Joseph by himself, the brothers by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews for they were detestable to the Egyptians because they were were all men who took care of sheep. He broke out the portions from his own table and gave Benjamin five times as much as everyone else. He wanted to know what their attitude would be. There was no negative attitude. They all rejoiced with him.
2: And then, finally,
0: they're ready to go. They have all their supplies. They have everything loaded on the donkeys. But Joseph gave instructions to the steward of his house. Fill the men's sacks with as much food as they can carry and put each man's silver in the mouth of a sack, and then put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. And he did so as Joseph had said. When morning dawned, the men were sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his Steward, now go after those men at once, and when you catch up with them, say to them, Why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this cup my master drinks from and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you've done. Well, when he caught up with them, he repeated these words to them, but they said to, Oh, no, we have not stolen anything from you. How could we do that? Well, he searched their sacks, and finally came to the to the last sack
2: And he found the cup.
0: they all tore their clothes. then they loaded their donkeys and returned to the city, even though they were not being requested to. It was just the youngest son. They wanted to bring back. What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now your Lord's slaves. We ourselves and the one who was found to have the cup.
2: Now, I want to stop here. God is going to uncover your guilt. If you have sin hidden and secret, God is about to uncover it. And this fear that began to come upon me, I don't have any sin that I have hidden from God, that I'm aware of. But I still know the searching eyes of God are upon me. And I know I need deliverance. But let me spread it wider.
0: I know you need deliverance. I know God's eye is upon you. And he sees if you have a Laodicean attitude, a, a laid-back, let's ease through this deal. Let's not get real serious with Jesus. He sees that? Or he sees the way
2: you're fornicating or what you're stealing? He sees the way you're playing your game of I'm a good person
0: when you're an evil sinner.
2: God knows
0: your heart and what you're doing. God understands your cynicism and your anger and your rebellion against his rule. God understands.
2: But there's a price to pay.
0: If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, as I am, I have no pride in that. I didn't do it. God called me, and I said, yes. God is calling you. Will you say yes, or will you continue to walk in arrogance before him? I did for so long. I don't anymore. I want Jesus. My heart is lifted up to Jesus. He is my deliverer.
2: He is my Lord. There should be some fear in your heart, however.
0: Have you really served Jesus or have you served your own interests? Is your primary concern you and what you're about? Or is your primary concern about Jesus and what he's about?
2: Have you gone after what you thought you wanted? Have you mistreated a brother or sister? Have you walked clean before God?
0: What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now my Lord's slaves. We ourselves and the one who was found to have the cup. They've torn their clothes. They're they're in bitter grief over this turn of events that has now caused them to probably lose their youngest brother.
2: What can we say? How
0: can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. God is in the process, my brother and my sister, of uncovering our guilt.
2: May have been a long time ago. You were unclean. May have been last night. And God is about to uncover you. You were having an affair last night. God's going to uncover that affair. And your wife's going to find out.
0: Or your husband's going to find out. Jesus will expose your sin. You cannot hide it.
2: God has uncovered your servant's guilt. Genesis 44, verse 16. How do you deal with this? Fear in your heart like I do in mine? God.
0: He is the judge, like Joseph was the judge. We're family with God because of Jesus Christ. And Jesus is our judge, like Joseph was their judge. And he could do anything he wanted to do with them. They were in his hands. You may not recognize this but you're in God's hands. You're not free to just go ahead and sin and do whatever you want to do and go wherever you want to go. You are in the hands of Jesus Christ and he will make a determination about you and in the future that judgment will be passed on you.
2: That's terrifying. I trust in my Lord's mercy. Trust in his forgiveness. I trust in his kindness. Trust in Jesus.
0: Some of you live in fantasy land. You don't believe that God will bring judgment on you. You don't believe that God would punish someone by breaking their leg, oh, well, go to the book of Hebrews, the twelfth chapter, and there you'll find that the Lord God of Heaven will even use a whip and scourge you. That's what the that's what the Greek word means. He will do whatever is necessary to uncover your wickedness and faced you with it so that you must either repent and throw yourself on his mercy or deny and push away. Say, I'm not guilty of anything. I didn't do anything bad. I'm free. I can do whatever I want to do. I can go wherever I want to go. Right until today the they lay your body in the casket and then you don't go anywhere again except to the judgment bar of Almighty God. Jesus then will have to deal with you not as his son, not as his brother,
2: but as a rebellious and wicked person. Oh, my.
0: Judah goes to Joseph on the side. says, Please, my Lord, let your servant speak a word to my Lord. Do not be angry with your servant, though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. My Lord, ask his servants, Do you have a father or a brother? And we answered. We have an aged father, and there is a young son born to him in his old age. His brother is dead, and he is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down, so I can see him for myself. And we said to my lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he leaves him, his father will die. But you told your servants, unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. And when we went back to your servant, my father, we told him what my Lord had said. And Then our father said, go back and buy a little more food. We said, we cannot go down only if our youngest brother is with us will we go. We cannot see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. "'Your servant,' my father said to us, "'You know that my wife bore me two sons. "'One of them went away from me, "'and I said, "'He's surely been torn to pieces, "'and I've not seen him since. "'If you take this one from me too, "'harm will come to him, "'and you will bring my gray head "'down into the grave in misery.' So now, if the boy is not with us, when I go back to your... If my father, whose life is closely bound up with the boy's life, if he sees that the boy isn't there, he will die. Your servant will bring the gray head of... our father down to the grave in sorrow. Your servant guaranteed the boy's safety to my father. If I do not bring him back to you, I will bear the blame before you, my father, all of my life. Now then, please let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy. And let the boy return with his brothers How can I go back to my father if the boy is not with me? No, do not, do not let me see the misery that would come over my father's face.
2: Wow, these men are
0: changed. These men are no longer bitter and angry men. These men are ready to defend and give their life for their brother's life. These men are willing to do whatever they have to do that they not see their father suffer as he suffered when Joseph was taken from him. These last 13 years have changed
2: these men. They've become merciful and kind. God has done a work in their hearts. You need God to do a work in your heart. You need God to come and take away the
0: bitterness from your heart and transform you and change you into a compassionate, caring protective man or woman of God. O
2: oh God, my Father, I plead in my heart that I would lay my life down for my brother and sister. I plead in my heart that, Father, you would not let me live in selfishness. Selfishness is the
0: worst of the sins because it means you're full of yourself and you don't care about others. And Jesus
2: died for others.
0: Pride. Arrogance. Cynicism, Lord, take it all, remove it from our hearts. Let us be like Joseph's brother, all of them ready to protect one another with love and care and mercy and self sacrifice, laying down their lives for their brother's life. Lord, you said the same thing lay down your life for your brother.
2: Lord, I come today. I ask Almighty God, would you do this wondrous work of grace in the hearts of your people?
0: Lord, some can't do that because they're addicted to their wickedness. They serve first the lust of their hearts. Not the brother or sister.
2: Lord, it makes me weep. Joseph finally has
0: his family back. A family that lays down their lives for each other like they did not for him. Jesus, you know about that you came and laid your life down for me, for us, for your people, for your brothers and sisters.
2: And everybody fled, left you alone. And they nailed you to that cross.
0: Oh, the pain of that nailing and then lifted you up on that timber and dropped you down into that hole, tearing and searing your your flesh. You'd
2: already been beaten. You'd already been torn apart. But you did that for me, that I would not have to suffer that death. You offered yourself as a living atonement for me, for my brothers and sisters.
0: Lord, thank you. Great is your mercy, O Lord. Great is is your unfailing love. So many today take your love for granted they have no fear of sin they have no fear of of judgment
2: lord have your way
0: turn our hearts toward you jesus turn our minds toward the gospel please let us not be taken captive by the devil by his ideas and his ways of operating, his ways of thinking. Lord, rescue us. For you died for us.
2: You live today forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. Well, Joseph is
0: barely containing himself. He's watching the love of his brothers expressed for one another, concern for father, very different than he'd ever seen in his brothers before, but something has happened. They're new men.
2: And Joseph could no longer control himself.
0: Before all of the attendants, he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified in Joseph's presence. They knew what they had done to him. We know what we did to our Joseph. We crucified him to the cross. We know what we did to the Holy Ones.
2: He said, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? They were terrified at his presence. Joseph said to his brothers, come close
0: to me. And when they had done so, he said, I am your brother, Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. Can you hear Jesus saying, come close to me?
2: I am the Christ that you nailed on the cross. Come close to me. I am your brother, Jesus, the one you crucified.
0: Now do not be distressed. Do not be angry with yourselves for selling me as I was to It was to save
2: lives that God sent me ahead of you. Do you hear? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Have you
0: already turned aside from Jesus? Have you already hardened your heart against him? Or will you come close to Jesus? He's inviting you right now. Come close to me. Trust me.
2: Or will you turn your face away?
0: Joseph said, God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth. And to save your lives by a great deliverance It was not you who sent me here But God
2: Do you understand? Understand? God came the form of jesus to be nailed on
0: a cross so that he could serve and save a remnant a remnant you know what i mean by a remnant a woman goes into a, a fabric shop she finds bolts of cloth and then she finds just the one she wanted but it's very short Just a couple of wraps. It's a remnant. Everything else has been cut off. Only a remnant of the human race will be saved by the cross. And many of you will die
2: because you refuse to be a part of the remnant. God has determined that he will save a remnant from America. Will you be a part of that remnant?
0: I invite you to come on Sunday where we talk and pray very honestly about who we are and what we need from Jesus. You hear me invite you time after time, but it's much trouble for you to come. Will you be a part of the remnant? I don't know. You're not in my hands. You're in God's hands. Just like the brothers were in Joseph's hands, he could do as he wanted to do with them. Praise God that he saved them all.
2: It saved them all. Let's pray. Lord, it's your purpose to save a remnant. Lord, it's your purpose
0: to save as many as will lay their lives down with you and your your brothers and sisters.
2: Lord, I ask today In your mercy and in your grace, would you reach out and save your people? Thank
0: you, Lord. You are the Almighty. You are the King of kings, and the Lord of lords, you're our brother. By your act of being born of Mary,
2: you became one with us. Please have your way. I trust you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel.
0: Our address for mail, and I need you To be in touch with me. Post Office Box 2346. Woodbridge, Virginia. 22195. Or you can go directly to our. Our web page. NationalPrayerChapel.com NationalPrayerChapel.com You can give online and you'll also find wow lots of broadcasts that you can listen to. Podcasts. I thank you for the kind words of those who have written and those who have gone on
2: the internet. Thank you. I also want to lift up
0: A dear brother today, Richard Boyd. Richard Boyd is out of Frederick, Maryland. He's in the hospital,
2: in the Frederick Hospital. He's a faithful brother to Jesus.
0: Believes in the work of the gospel. Pray for him. If you're in Frederick, Maryland, go visit him in the hospital. His name again is Richard Boyd. Tell him I sent you. Pray with him. Encourage him.
2: My brother and sister. What's God doing in your heart? Are you drawing close to him? Is he drawing close to you? It's our purpose at this broadcast that you make real progress on the journey, on Pilgrim's progress.
0: And that when you come to the crossing over, you cross over with great joy and peace with a heart filled with love for Jesus and his people. Many of the old timers like John Wesley crossed over praising the name of Jesus. I want the last words here and the first words there to be, I love you. And I praise and honor the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not planning on crossing over soon, but I'm getting ready because we never know when we'll
2: cross over. Lord, I pray today for every person who is sick, broken,
0: For every person who needs the touch of your hand. I pray for their healing now. I pray for brother Boyd's healing in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that if his time is finished on earth, that you will quickly carry him into your, into your arms, the bosom of Abraham. Lord, we love you and we praise you and honor you. I thank you for Ed Pugh and all of the hard work he does for this broadcast without pay. I thank you, Lord, for the people who come to the prayer chapel and who have the courage to be honest and pray. Lord, would you bless them now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, brother and sister, for listening today. I pray God blessed you. He has me. I'll talk to you soon. Great
1: joy With great joy Now unto Him who is able To keep you from falling And to present you blameless For the presence of his glory.